Hi everyone, this is Nate here at Election Hawk with another political podcast regarding the election. Today I'll be going over what are exit polls and I'll be going over the swing states of Minnesota and Wisconsin. Stay tuned. First, I'll be going over what is exit polling. Exit polling are the more detailed results of the results. So in other words, exit polling, simply put, is the demographical makeup of the state. So you might just say, Nate, you didn't tell us what that means. You just said more big words. Okay, well, exit polls involve contributing factors, what percentages each candidate got of, the, of different groups. For instance, in 2016, let's just say Clinton got 8% of Republicans in Ohio to vote for her. That's not the real number. She got less than that. And Donald Trump got 10% of Democrats. That is that is the reason that that is indicative from in, from exit polling results. Exit polling results tell you the results from which candidate won what percentage of different income groups. Exit polling results tell us the results of who won what percentage of different party of people by different party identifications, whether they're an independent, a Republican, a Democrat, or even third parties. It tells us the results from based on gender, based on race, and other groups. So that leads us to our first state, the state of Minnesota. The state of a the state of ten thousand lakes. Prior to prior to the twenty sixteen results coming in, nobody saw Minnesota as being a swing state. In fact, virtually all the polls in the days leading up to the to the election had Clinton winning the state by anywhere from six to fourteen points. So what changed? In 2012, Barack Obama won the state, beating Mitt Romney by 7.69%. You might say, okay, that's a fair margin. Barack Obama won 28 of the state's 87 counties. You might say, okay, wouldn't it be better for a candidate to win a majority of the counties? Well, keep in mind, a majority of Minnesota's counties are very rural, and 60% of the state's population lives in what is called the Twin Cities metropolitan area. The Twin Cities metropolitan area is mostly made up of the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul in the southeast portion of the state. So you might ask, okay, why? how close was it in 2016? In 2016, Hillary Clinton only won it by 1.5%. 1.52%. That is a massive shift when it comes to elections. That was one of, in fact, that was a closer state than either North Carolina or Nevada, states that had, that were supposed to be close. Anyways, so you might ask, who's going to win it? Well, as of right now, I'm going to put tilt Biden by less than 1%. You might ask, well, why is that? Is it possible for Trump to win the state? Yes, it is possible for him to win the state. And if he wins the state, this, is, this will also impact the Senate race. In 2016, in every state that Donald Trump won, the Republican nominee for Senate also won. In states where he lost, the Republican nominee for Senate also lost. Cue the, cue the swing state campaigns of Joe Heck in Nevada and Kelly and Republican Senator Kelly Ayotte of New Hampshire, who lost by 800 votes. So it's important for, the, for President Trump to win in these states if he wants to maintain control of the Senate. Of course, there's no Senate election in Wisconsin, but let's focus on Minnesota. In Minnesota, there were reports that rural county turnout is supposed to be in the higher 80s and lower 90 percentages. 
you might ask, okay, what's what's typical turnout? What's a typical turnout percentage? Well, nationwide, our turnout in elections generally lies between 50 to 55%. It's part that's partially due to the electoral college not impacting high turnout in certain states because if you don't think your candidate's going to win in your state, you're just not going to turn out the vote. And that's true in states like California and Texas, Tennessee, and in Washington, where either Republicans or Democrats simply run down the ballot like like crazy. So Minnesota is going to be close this time. And you might say, okay, but isn't higher 80 and lower 90% turnout very high or extraordinarily high for a state? Well, in the past few election cycles, Minnesota has had the highest turnout among voters for any state. In 2016, it was the highest. It had 74% of its registered voters turn out the vote. Even in the midterm, 64% of its voters turn out the vote. And in the 2016 election, three congressional districts were won by a margin of less than 5,000 votes. That shows the closest of the state. So, does Trump have a chance of winning the state? Yes, he does. But personally, I'm going to give the tilt to Biden right now. I'm going to say it would be easier for Trump to win this state than winning Virginia. But, of course, we won't know anything until Election Day itself. Now, we will move on to the state of Wisconsin. And now, on to the swing state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. A very demographically different state compared to Minnesota. This state has voted Republican more recently than Minnesota has. This is a state that was won by that was last won by Ronald Reagan in 1984. Unlike unlike Minnesota. So you might ask, okay, what are the odds of each candidate winning this state? Well, as of right now, there are a lot of indicators we're gonna pay we're gonna be paying attention to. But the most key part of the state that I want to talk about is something called the Wow County region. You might be thinking to yourself, did they just say Wow County? Let me explain. There is no quote-unquote Wow County, but the Wow County region is the collection of three suburban counties that make up roughly 10% of the vote in the state of Wisconsin. They are the three suburban counties that are to the north, northwest, and west of Milwaukee County. So you might ask, okay, so what are these counties called? They're called Waukesha County, which is the largest, Ozaukee County, which is the smallest, and Washington County, which is in between in size. So you might ask, okay, who won them in 2012? Well, in 2012, Mitt Romney won them. However, these were the however, these were for the most part the only counties in the entire state of Wisconsin to shift blue. Because this was a big area where that Mitt Romney had targeted because his running mate, Paul Ryan, was rep- was a representative from Wisconsin's first congressional district. So Targeting, targeting the state of Wisconsin was very key for the Romney campaign in 2012. So you might ask, okay, so the rest of the state went red and these and two of these three counties went blue. So what? Well, in 2016, Clinton was winning in early voting here by just above by just over 20 points. Now this is not a surprise. Democrats almost always win in early voting across the country. In most places in the country, they win in early voting, all right? In fact, it's considered that if Democrats don't get enough early voting, they might not win in certain states on election day, which is what helped us predict Florida 
before before a lot of other networks might have wanted to make that call. And why the projections favor Trump winning Florida in 2016. But obviously, we're going to focus on Wisconsin. As of right now, Biden is not beating Trump in the early voting in these three counties. In fact, it's it's almost neck and neck with Trump with an under with an under two point lead, according to according to various sources from the state of Wisconsin, which this makes it very key. If Biden cannot exceed what Clinton, what how Clinton did in this area in 2016, Trump won this state by roughly 0.7%. And if Trump is making a large flip there, then it's very unlikely that Biden has a chance of winning the state of, of Wisconsin. Because the, if he is losing 10% of the state, if if 10% of the state just flips just a, just a little bit, that makes it that makes it that much more difficult for him to win the state of Wisconsin. In fact, if he were to want to win it, he would have to have historic turnout out of Madison and Milwaukee counties, which isn't exactly that likely. In fact, I would bet against it. The reason why Wisconsin was so important in 2016 was because Clinton was polling 6.5 points above Trump. This was beyond the error of margin, and 538 Snake Silver had had Clinton at a over 90% chance of winning the state. In fact, the, the Republican Senate candidate, Republican Senator Ron Johnson, who had ousted Russ Feingold in 2010 Senate race. So we need to keep in mind that Wisconsin has a record of historic upsets. In fact, Wisconsin, former Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker is the only governor in American history to ever beat back a recall. So we need to keep in mind Republicans definitely have a lot of ground game there. And Democrats, uh, miraculously, are fighting an uphill battle in Wisconsin. So they would have, they would have. So Democrats would need to improve in rural areas, and they would need to improve where Trump does best: white, uneducated, white uneducated voters and white blue collar workers in the midsection and the midsection of the state. And they would need to have historic turnout out of Madison and Milwaukee counties. So. Personally, I just don't see that as the easier option. When I make my bets and I when I hedge my bets when it comes to political predictions and stuff, I go for what I think is easier. All right. In fact, that's actually how I how I argue a lot of political points. What what is the easiest what is the easiest thing to argue? All right. Is it easier to argue this or is it easier to argue a much more complex principle? So I hope, I hope that explains my, my position on that. So, as a recap, Minnesota tilt Democratic towards Biden for the presidential election, and Wisconsin is leaning one to two points to Trump's favor. So, I hope all of you enjoyed this podcast today. If you enjoyed, you can click you can click the follow or subscribe on on Spotify and and or or and or on any other platform that Anchor avail uh, makes my podcast available on. Once again, thank you for listening, and this is Nate. Have a good day.